Good afternoon, everyone. It's a little bit after noon, 19 minutes after in Central America. It's Friday, January 7, 2022. Yes, Friday. So I'm feeling a lot better today. I had a one-day nasty bit of probably the Omicron. I had a headache. My nose is still stuffy. I was miserable. Um, And today I woke up my old self. Like a baby when I wake up, optimistic. And it helped me that the moon is in my moon, which is my moon, Pisces. And it's still encouraging us to connect with our imaginative, compassionate side. We're, we're tolerant and mellow. And we're easily touched. We quickly tune into the vibrations around us and we're psychically open, according to CafeAstrology.com. So now you know how I feel when I wake up. I'm... I'm definitely psychically attuned to what's going on around me in the world. And I think yesterday I really felt the January 6th insurrection. And it was just such a negative feeling I had all day. And today I woke up feeling refreshed, happy. My sickness is gone. I'm not going to be, you know, too sick anymore today. And um, I'm looking forward to the new year, see what's going on. Sundance Film Festival got canceled also, which was a bummer for us um, in-person volunteers. We get to meet each other again every year, say, hi, how you been? And now it's going to be two years without seeing our co-workers. So we're all a little bummed about that. But it makes sense it was canceled, especially after that car on the highway in Virginia for 27 hours. Like, we don't want to get stuck (laughs) <laughs> on the roads like that in Utah, believe me. So, what's going on today? Uh, we could feel a little ready for the weekend with Pisces here because we're dreamy. We're already dreaming about tomorrow and what we're going to do. And the moon's going to leave here at 4.23 p.m. Central Time. And it's going to be void. And while it's void, it's going to meet up with Pluto. So the moon in Pisces is going to meet up with Pluto in Capricorn. And that's going to help us really be geared towards what our, what our emotions are dreaming about. Uh, we're going to want to push to make it happen or we're going to get rid of something. Pluto gets rid of something or motivates you to work harder. Um, so Pluto helps you psychically, emotionally, mentally get rid of stuff right here with the moon and Pisces. And I know in my own personal life, I'm trying to shave off those things that no longer serve me. And I started that this week. Um, It's a powerful feeling. I've had this feeling before. And the last time these transits were happening was 1991 through 92. And I remember that time specifically in my life. And I did use my intuition during that time. I just had my car accident. There were so many things going on in my life. And now it's not the car accident physically that's stopping me. Now it's the COVID that's physically stopping me from doing things like my work quit, you know, shut down. And now Sundance shut down. Um... So dealing with kind of the same issues, but I'm a lot older now. 
and I understand how things work better that I'm older and I have kids to think of now. So it's easier now to decide what to do when you have responsibilities and commitments to people. And really, as a Pisces moon person, um, you can be delusional about people. You have big hopes and dreams for them. And a lot of times people... Uh, don't understand that Pisces moon people really love deeply like the ocean and they may be more frivolous with their emotions you know some people could be more frivolous you know um, uh, like a moon an Aquarius person would be detached from motion I mean they have them but it doesn't create any outer expression of it for them um, Capricorns are the same way. Uh, they're kind of, they appear cold hearted. They have emotions, but they have things set in stone. As you know, this is the, uh, Capricorn time of the, of the spades. And you gotta call a spade a spade. And, uh, and spades, uh, can easily release things. And yesterday, being an eight of spade and a four of club, uh, or two days ago, it really helps you to focus your mind with the four club there in Saturn. It gives you clarity of mind and you know you're doing the right thing. And so I chose to release a lot of things that day. And then yesterday with the interaction, it really is the time to release things. Um, and as a whole, a lot of people are not releasing things. And today I heard from the librarian of the U.S. Uh, he, she's a historian, uh, Goodwin. And she brought up the fact that in 1856, I believe, um, Charles Sumner, I think was his name. He was in the House of Chambers. He was a huge abolitionist. He spoke out against slavery and how it's an original sin to our country. And then he was in there writing alone. And three members of Congress came in then with canes. One was named Preston, and he had his two friends from Virginia and South Carolina also watch out so no one would come in and witness what he was getting ready to do with his cane. He took the sharp part of his cane, which was metal, proceeded to hit Sumner, Charles Sumner, in the head until he almost died. People came in and saved him just at the right time. It took three years for him to heal and ever go back into the capital again, Charles. But Preston goes back to South Carolina and is lauded as a hero. People kept sending him more canes because he broke that cane and beaten up Sumner. And so Preston became a hero. He and, and just like the insurrection yesterday, people in Kentucky were having a meeting or I think it was Kentucky, I'm not sure where it was, but they were having a meeting about how the election was stolen. And a lot, no Republicans showed up at the Capitol because they're still under the cult of personality, the former president. They're afraid to hurt him, uh, to do the wrong thing. And so we are a nation divided. And the reason I speak of Goodwin, the historian for the Library of Congress, is that she specifically said that beating of Charles by Preston ignited a, a 
microscope onto America's deeply seated, rooted racism and how the hatreds of blacks run very, very deep. And the only thing I can say about that is that they, the white people of the South, basically grew rich off the back of black slaves. They didn't work. They didn't do anything. The black slaves did everything, and they grew rich. And so when you take a source of free labor away from basically lazy rich people, they're going to get upset, and they're going to fight as hard as as they can for what they believe is property that is being taken away from them, being stolen, literally. So in this story, it ends in civil war. And the Republican Party rose. At the time, it was the Republican Party who were against slaves. And the Whig Party fell. So if we are to repeat our history and go into a civil war, I would not be surprised at all. Because the rhetoric from the right side, the the far right, the people that are very conservative and want slavery back and they don't want a vice president who's black, they're going to fight tooth and nail for what they believe is their right to be blonde, beautiful, and white. But as we know, not all those people are beautiful, right? They could look this way, they could dye their hair, but they're not beautiful inside if they hate other people like that, right? So... I feel today, instinctually, that there is a war coming because President Biden will have to run for re-election again. And I think that this is all happening not because of anything else besides that we had a black president, black white president, Barack Obama, for eight years. And that really upset a lot of white people in the South. And... Now they're trying to take voting rights away, which means black people can't vote or, you know, people that have to work all day can't get into there to work, you know, to vote. And those are the minority that voted for Obama and Kamala Harris to be in office. So the thought of having Kamala Harris ever become president is really eating at these people that are so afraid of being less because they've allowed a colored person to rule over them. So, so many decades, so many, a century later, so much has gone on, but we really haven't moved away from being in a cave. Tribalism. Uh, We haven't moved away to where we could actually go out into space together as a country (laughs) or as a planet. So I don't see planetary advances happening within the next 10 years. I think you could have a base up there with uh, a space base up there. Um, But eventually something will happen up there and they'll kill each other up there because it's a Russian and a Chinese and an American. Who even knows, right? Who knows what goes into the mind of these people that are willing to sacrifice lives over truth. And America is full of lies. People grow up learning how to lie, learning how to cheat the system. 
And it's really led to really a lot of corruption in the world. And if a civil war is to come, it will be devastating to our country, to democracy. And so I really hope that doesn't happen. I'm working hard for that not to happen. But I know that these people, when they are set in their intentions of what their tradition is, which is keep the money in your marriage. If you get divorced, you have to give half of your money away. Like Jeff Bezos, who cares? I still have $10 billion, right? But it's not that way for the regular person. You work hard together and you amass uh, a reputation, a facade going, you know, the perfect marriage. And in the meantime, uh, you're running around on each other, on your wife. And, you know, and even if you have uh, agreement that you can run around on each other, you know, you can switch partners, whatever you want to do. It's still it's still breaking the, the traditional vows of marriage. OK, um, so I feel that there's so many institutions with Pluto and Capricorn still for a couple of years all these things are going to change, just like our workforce is changing where we work. Uh, we don't want to go into work anymore. It's a u- it's useless. Spend all that gas, all that commuting, uh, pay for office space, uh, you know, pay for your clothes to go to work. All those types of industries are going to fade away because driving into work in the middle of a snowstorm doesn't make sense. What's the use of being in the office? Why are we going in the office, right? Besides wanting to see each other. So I feel that work's going to turn into like, you know, one day in the office, four days out of the office. That's how it should be. And I think you should go to a four-day work week, 10 hours a day, and you get Friday or Monday off and Saturday and Sunday. And that's the type of schedule I had when I worked in college. I worked Monday through Thursday. I had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. And it was great. I worked 40 hours a week, still full-time. And I think that's really feasible. And with the corporations, the way they're going, with the top of the corporations, the president's getting more money than God, it seems like it's time to funnel that down to the working people, the people that go in and clean your floors, People go in and make sure when you come in, it's nice. But all those jobs could be gone too, right? So that's where we're at. We're at a totally new world window. And if you don't want to go through that window, you will get left behind. And that is where the fear is coming. And I've said it over and over. White people that are prejudiced or anyone who's prejudiced are afraid of their own power diminishing because someone like Kamala Harris can become vice president. Barack Obama can become president. So they're, they're not sure what to tell their kids anymore when they're raising these rich kids in the South or anywhere. There's prejudice everywhere. It's not just in the South. You saw it in Wisconsin. You saw it in Minnesota. You know, Minnesota, everyone's supposed to be nice and calm and loving. There you got a cop killing a man in the wide open because he has so much support for hating black people. So no one is far away from that. And people can pretend all they want. But unless you mix yourself with other races, you are prejudiced in some way. You don't know that about yourself. You have to sit and think real hard. And you don't want to admit that to yourself, that you're prejudiced. You don't want to admit it. So there's a lot of minds that are stuck. 
okay, stuck. And the people that are stuck with these minds and these hearts a lot of times can't change. They will use every excuse not to change while continually causing problems for the world at large. So, you know, I mean, Jeff Bezos now has a, you know, trophy girlfriend on his arm like the ex-president has for a wife. The last three wives he's had raw trophies. As soon as they got old looking, he got rid of them. As soon as they're wrinkled, he got rid of them. And again, this is something we are still trying to change in the male toxicity of the world is that you're not you're not a god, you're not a king, and even if you are a king, it doesn't make you a god to where you can do whatever you want to people like trafficking trafficking fourteen year old girls and then telling them that no, we didn't do that to you because they're so young and susceptible, right? So there's a lot of evil going on. There's a lot of good going on in the world, too. The fact that in 2003, no one believed that Jeffrey Epstein was trafficking kids, but now today, they're putting him in jail. And, well, he died, you know, in jail. So, and now they're trying to say, Gilzine, uh that Maxwell case, some of the uh, jurors had been sexually abused as kids, so they should have been on the on the jury. So they're trying to get that overthrown. And so if that's happening, I'm going to say it right now, someone is paying those two juror, jurors to go public and say that they were sexually abused so that that case can get overthrown. Because Maxwell has a ton of money, her family has a ton of money, and for those jurors, $100,000, $500,000 is a lot of money to lie. And they're not in the court of law lying. They're outside of their house lying about it, right? So you can't trust anyone right now. And with the Pisces, Jupiter, and Pisces, this is what happens. Pisces fogs things up because it makes you so um, caring and childlike and forgiving and empathetic that sometimes you get misled by snakes in the grass, people that take advantage of you, um, like they do many women, uh, many young boys, they take advantage of you. And this is the time when it's going to happen, Jupiter and Pisces, it's going to happen. People are going to be saying things through their mouthpiece and hiding behind what they say. They're never going to say it to your face, they're always going to say it behind your back. And that's the problem with Jupiter and Pisces is that downside of people being in a alternative alternative reality. Like they're in the meta world. The meta world, which is also coming. It'll be great for the office and for work. But it will not be good for dating, for getting to know someone, because there's so many lies that come through that computer to you. You don't even know what they really look like. They're going to be an avatar of them, right? So a lot of movies have talked about this, but again, the people that are stuck in their ways, that have prejudice, that don't mate outside of their race, outside of their culture, I'm calling on everyone here, that doesn't marry outside of their race or culture, they're stuck in their own world, and they mean, some people do mean well. But they have to really look at themselves and say, why am I not mixing with other people? What am I afraid of? What am I untrustful of? 
So these are the things I've always wondered about people. And having traveled around the world and then living in a suburb um, of Lake Forest where the owners of professional teams live and the presidents of banks live, um, I learned one thing is that prejudice runs deep and it has to do with money. It has to do with inherited wealth. It has to do with the fact that they never let black people buy a house so they can't have generational wealth. In this town, there's generational wealth. Um, They don't want outsiders to come in. They don't want you to be successful in their town because they have been in that town for generations. So imagine that town, like that, mostly white people that are rich, that act like that. So now you go to a town in the South that's rich like that, and you can get the same thing. So I'm going to say it out, and I'm going to challenge people, but I feel that the rich people of the world are the predators of the world. And the fact that we all want to be like them lets us know we've all been brainwashed. Brainwashed, okay? Because their lives are no better than you and I. I lived in that town. I lived with rich people. I had a beautiful house. And it doesn't make you happy, okay? Because if you can't be in a community that supports you, you can't be happy. Nowhere. Anywhere. Right? So it doesn't matter how much people, blah, 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 blah. As soon as your kid goes to school and you are a President Obama supporter, as soon as President Trump wins, a kindergartner comes into your school, says to your son, we voted for Trump. You suck. That's a six-year-old saying that. Okay, So when you see that happening, you understand that hatred runs really deep. No one teaches you to hate but your parents and your people. They teach you the N-word. They teach you hate. They teach you skin color. They talk about the culture being different. They talk about you smelling like garlic. Whatever it is that they do, it's wrong. Okay? I heard Sunisa Lee, the gymnast that just won the gold overall, she's dating a colored boy. Um, And the Hmong Hmong community in Minnesota, St. Paul, they are bashing on her for dating a black boy. So that is true. Asian people are one of the people that are prejudiced a lot of times. I happen to not be one, but I'm a different person than most Asians I know, too. I'm different than my mom. Someone who's closely connected to me. I'm the opposite of her. So I understand racism. I grew up with it. Um, I know it is a fear of the unknown. They don't understand black people, the culture. And it clashes with the Puritan white culture. Um, The black culture loves to dance, sing, eat, hug, uh, be gracious, you know. And they have their problems like every culture does. But there's no need to have prejudice against the culture because you don't eat the same food. You don't wear the same clothes. You don't like the same music. It's fine. You don't have to like it. You don't have to mix with them. But if you do decide not to mix, understand that there's a prejudice there that you're holding, that you don't know you're holding. Okay? And all these things will come out this year. 
all the racism, everything will come out this year. And as we head into a new election cycle for President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, I believe we will still win that fight because there's more good people in America than bad. And yes, I know some people are afraid to mix. They don't understand. They don't have the patience. They're scared. Their parents don't support them. Their people don't support them. Um, and a lot of people are really into looking good on in a picture. They're really into the facade of that. Um, have you know your two point one kids, and you look good, so the boss will keep giving you a raise. You fit in. So, all these things really have to be deep dived into, as Venus is still asleep. And later on, the moon's going to Pluto moon. Uh, the moon's going to meet up with Pluto. It's really going to highlight some things that need to die, that need to go away, never come back again. Again, one of them is prejudice. Uh, I know prejudice because I'm Asian, and Asian people get picked on constantly because they're jealous of Asian people a lot of times. We're considered the nerds, the smart people. You know, our kids are all well-behaved most of the time. We don't have hairy bodies. Uh, you know, we have these eyes. And a lot of times Botox is made to make your eyes look Asian, you know, freakishly Asian. Uh, I know people are always taking the hair off of their bodies so they can have smooth, soft skin like an Asian uh, I know they want to straighten their hair out now like Asian people. Everybody has straight hair coming down like Asian, you know. So I get it. And it took me a long time to understand that when people were mean to me or not accepting of me, it's because they were jealous. And I learned over time that jealousy is a disease that doesn't go away. It keeps going on for generations unless you have someone that comes in wises up and says, you know what, mom and dad, you're wrong. And that's why I was proud of some of those kids that called their parents in that were at the riot, at the insurrection. They actually report them to police. And that's what you have to do sometimes as a child is break away from these preconceived notions that you've been taught. Because once you get in the real world, and if you are an intelligent, well-read, uh, very cultural, you can see that prejudice is wrong. You can see it when you get out there and you watch movies and you hear stories and you see we're all the same. We just want to be happy raising our kids and we're not trying to pit each other against each other. We like uh, we like friendly competition, but we don't want competition to turn to war. We like the Olympics, but that doesn't mean we want a war with you. you know. So a lot of things just have to die away and part of it is going to take a generation another generation probably so i'm hoping kamala harris becomes president after biden gets reelected again and i hope the democratic party rules for a couple of years maybe 12 15 years enough for a generation to change because when barack obama president obama was in the generation did change might not have changed for white people who are prejudiced who held on tighter to their money, but it definitely changed a lot of other people. You know, there's a lot more mixes going on. So it feeds into the card of today, the seven of spade, ruled by the four of diamond. Seven of spade is the card of fate. 
F-A-T, fate. Having, having a knowledge that everything is destined, but you can change that destiny by doing something else and having faith and belief that you can change the world. And the four of diamond and Saturn is giving you a sense of values in terms of it's a protective card. It's helping you to rest in your values that you know are true. The four principles of values, which is four is the home of the heart, four is the home, four is the mother, the father. So there are some things traditionally wise we can rest our head on, which is family, uh, love, peace, and support of each other, empathy, right? So you can rest your mind on these things. But the downside of the seven of spades is you worry too much and you get sick. You have a hard time with work. You lose faith in things. You become negative. Uh, you hurt other people. You ghost people. Uh, you lie to people. And the four diamond can make you lose your way because you're not sure what your values are and are mixed up. So even though it seems like a good day to be born, it really is. You also, And you can make your wishes come true here with the seven of uh, spade because it's in Jupiter. Again, that goes to the Jupiter Pisces part. So you have a lot of options here, born here. You can go with faith and hope and love. Or you can go the opposite way. Where you think that Vice President Kamala Harris comparing the insurrection to Pearl Harbor Day is a joke. It's not a joke. It's exactly what happened. The enemy attacked the Capitol. And the enemy wants communism, dictatorship. They want their cult of personality to rule. They want that type of world. They want that government. And that's not going to happen. They, they, they want to be like the South with their Confederate flag and leave, succeed. So it's not going to happen. There's too many of us that are going to fight for this democracy. We just will. So it's going to be a war. Let's see who's born here today. Kenny Loggins, 74 rock star. Irfan Khan, 1967-2020. Oh, he passed away. Movie actor, Bollywood actor. Oh, God bless us. Brett Dalton, 39, TV actor. Carrie Manders, Manders, 22, TV actress. Um, Alo Black, 43, soul singer. Oh, he is such a beautiful singer. Oh. Um, Marcus Scriber, 22, TV actor. Um, let's see. I don't recognize a lot of people today. It's a hard day to transcend. That's what I'm saying. The Seven of Spades is really, as we can see today, with just the talk of the insurrection, it's a hard day to transcend. It's a hard day to have faith, especially as a Capricorn, because Capricorns can be um, easily depressed with Saturn ruling them. They can be negative. They can be rude people. You know, some stuff can happen here where they just they can't get to where they need to go. Um, Lauren Cohen, 40, TV actress. Robert Sheehan, 34, movie actress. Eden Hazard, 31, soccer player. Lamar Jackson, 25, football player. Nicolas Cage, 58, movie actor. I really like him, and his movies are always exposing. 
the weaknesses of your mind and your prejudices. He's always exposing people. And that's exactly what he should do with his cards is that as a seven of spade, he uses energy to show people how to be better. But no one, you know, those people don't watch movies. So Jeremy Renner, 51 movie actor. I also love him. He's awesome. He's really come a long way. Lewis Hamilton, 37 race car driver. Sophia Wiley, 18 TV actress. And it happens to be Blue Ivy Carter's birthday. She's 10 today. Happy birthday. That's Beyonce's daughter with Jay-Z. Happy birthday, little girl. So, it's not surprising that Beyonce and Jay-Z had a baby girl who's a seven of spade. Because those two show hard work, overcoming prejudice, overcoming lack of funds, overcoming everything and having faith in what they can do together, right? And again, if you want to marry within your race, I'm not saying you're prejudiced, but I'm saying there is maybe a little inkling of it in there. Um, You know, I'm just saying, think about it. Why would you marry someone that you might you know, but you're going to marry what is around you. Uh, so I think that it behooves everyone like me to marry outside of our race because we have to be the leaders of the new world. So that's all I have to say about that. So this weekend, the moon is going to be void for a while. Then it's going to enter Aries at about tonight or early morning Saturday tomorrow at about 11.26 a.m. Tomorrow morning, the moon will go into Aries. So as you wake up tomorrow, you're going to feel more energy. And the Aries moon is straightforward and um, blunt. Let's just say blunt. And the Pisces moon is psychic. So you're going to go from a person who's meditative and psychic as a moon Pisces person, right? Who's psychic, meditative, have empathy for the world, trying not to be negative. And you're going to head into the moon and Aries person. And the moon and Aries person is going to be like a baby that's loud, straightforward, demands what it wants. But the Aries moon can be pioneering, can be can be a leader towards greatness. But a lot of times the Aries people I met, moon or people, they're usually just pursuing their own ego satisfaction, you know, satisfying, satisfying their own ego. And I really haven't met too many Aries people that aren't about themselves. You know, there's nothing wrong with being about yourself as long as you're growing and helping the world be better and your family a bit better. But if you're an Aries person who's out there to conquer and defeat and put your foot on someone's throat, you need to be an athlete, okay? Because in the real world, it doesn't really help to be any of those things. It helps to be thoughtful, kind, helpful, empathetic. So I would say that this weekend, there could be some problems with this moon because the last time the Aries moon was here was the 
was the um Astro World concert where all those kids were in that concert down in Houston and they all suffocated each other and killed people that day and the cops didn't know what to do the star didn't stop the concert and nine-year-old boy died getting trampled to death so that was the last time I significantly remember the Aries moon being here on the weekend with this combination of meeting up with Pluto before it goes into Aries that was the last time I remember this kind of connection going on so that's the thing with the with the Pisces moon you're a little bit uh foggy if you don't understand how to use it psychically you're foggy and you're in an alternative world and then the Aries moon comes in and says oh you know you're all excited and you you can't control yourself and you keep pushing and pushing forward because you're so crazy about this singer that you kill people right so I would be very careful this weekend in terms of going in anywhere there's a big mob anywhere there's a lot of people gathered because it's a mob mentality, the moon in, in Aries. It's a mob thing. It's like, it's it's a ram. Rams travel together in a flock, like sheep, right? So the Aries moon could bring people together tomorrow in some situation where they, again, lose their mind and hurt each other. Because the Aries person moon is going to be very, very aggressively towards you. And some people like that, you know, people that are timid, people that are afraid to go out in the world and say things would be attracted to a person with a moon in Aries that will go out and say things that they want to say and they can hide behind that mouthpiece. And that's what could happen tomorrow again is people hiding behind a mouthpiece and this Aries person saying things, blah, 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 and it could cause problems. So that's my advice is don't go around a large group of people this weekend if you can help because Aries moon's here until Monday morning. So it's all weekend, and the tone of the world after insurrection is not good. There's getting ready to be a war in Kazakhstan, which is gonna which is gonna draw attention away from the Ukraine for the Russians, and so then they might invade Ukraine this weekend, right? And all these other things going on in America is taking our attention away from the fact that uh, China has now moved to the the Cape of uh, Horn in Africa and establishing friendship down there in Africa. And also can take attention from the fact that they're still trying to take Taiwan. And he can also take attention away from the fact that uh, Republicans are having all these little meetings on how to overthrow democracy. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And the Aries person is going to be very aggressive, very persistent in the moon sign here. Uh, and And it's also clouded by their emotions. So as an Aries moon person, their emotions going to take over. They can be violent. They can be spiteful. They can be hateful. Because uh, they can't help but want to lead. They can't help but want things because they're a baby. It's the baby signs, the first sign of the zodiac. Wah, wah, wah. You run to the baby and give them a bottle. It's like a puppy that you have to pay attention to because it's always nipping at your knee. It's always laying on you. It always wants something. You know, puppy. Puppies always get attention, don't they? So that's what we're dealing with here is a dog mentality. Um, And there's nothing wrong with dogs, but we don't want people to act like dogs. They're like a mob, a mob of wild dogs running at a stage and killing people because they're so excited to see this person. So just remember what I said, and I'll see you on Tuesday. Take it easy on Monday. Um... 
as the tour as the moon starts to move out of Aries on Monday, we'll hit Taurus and we'll be a lot calmer and again focused on our comforts and stuff like that. So really, really be careful. Watch out this weekend. There's so much hatred going on in the world. So many jealous people wanting to hurt other people. Um, using your weakness against you. There's a lot of that going on. So, you know, um, I'm of the fact that if I show you my kindness and my weakness and you abuse me, I learned over time that the karmic payback is very strong for someone hurting someone who's so nice to you. I'm not always nice to everyone, but I've had it happen to me so much in my life that I know that the karmic payback does come true. I've seen it happen many times. These people that have been rude or hurtful to me have died of stomach cancer, have died of brain cancer, have died of heart attacks, have died of emphysema, have been in accidents, and I did not wish any of these things on these people. I can't control what they do, what their actions are. That's their own personal karma to deal with. I have my own personal karma to deal with. And my personal karma is giving to people. I'm here to give as the number 22 and a Pisces moon. I'm here to give and share my wisdom that I've collected from my family, from myself, from just living. So I really appreciate everyone. And I will let you know that I have all these beautiful countries now listening to me. And I want to share with you who these countries are because my podcast is starting to take hold. I'm so happy, so delighted that I don't even know how to thank you. I would love to have a party and see everyone that follows me. But so here we go. These are the countries that follow me. United States are most of my listeners. Uh, 90% of my listeners are United States. Russia has 3%. Denmark has 2 And I've been to Denmark. And Denmark people are so kind. They can speak English without even an accent. And then these these countries all have 1% of listeners. It'd be has the mighty kingdom of Jordan, Germany, United Kingdom, South Africa, thank you, Canada, I love you, Indonesia, wow, New Zealand, Australia, down under, Switzerland, I love you, Singapore, thank you, South Korea, oh yeah, Thailand, Kukunmaka, I appreciate you, Kukunmaka, Lebanon, France, merci beaucoup, and Egypt. Egypt is where everything began with the cards. That's where they were invented in Egypt. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope to gain more of an audience as this year goes out. If I can get this many more followers for next year, I will be on a roll. So thank you. I appreciate you. And I will be back Tuesday. Take care this weekend. Bye.